So the people of Nazareth have been hearing about Jesus coming to them. And I was trying to think what that might be like. And, the, and I was thinking about today when uh, maybe a local uh, hometown hero, whether it's somebody in sports or entertainment, when they come back to their hometown. I grew up in Fowlerville, and Charlie Gehringer, who many people consider the, second, the greatest second baseman the Tigers ever had, was from Fowlerville. And even though he's been gone a long time, that, that still that sense of, of uh, Charlie Gehringer, he's, he's one of ours. So I was thinking about that, with what that would have meant for the people of Nazareth, that they've been hearing about Jesus, and now he comes to Nazareth, and he's in their synagogue, and they invite him to read, and he chooses uh, from the prophet Isaiah, and he opens a scroll, and he finds the passage, and he reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. And all of them are looking at him, and then he says, Today, this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. This is a key moment in the gospel. One scripture scholar writes, The importance of the reading of Isaiah in this scene can scarcely be exaggerated. For Luke, it proclaimed the fulfillment of scripture and the hopes of Israel through Jesus as the Son of God. Jesus is the one who brings good news to the poor, and we'll see that throughout the rest of the Gospel of Luke. Jesus brings release to captives, those held bound, whether from physical afflictions like the lame and the crippled, or by the demonic, or those held captive by sin. We will see through the rest of the Gospel, Jesus brings healing. And the restoration of sight to the blind, Jesus will bring uh, sight to, the, to those who are unable to see as a sign that he has come as the light of the world to help all of us have spiritual insight. And all are amazed at the gracious words that came forth from his mouth, and then everything goes wrong. It all goes downhill to the point by the end of the gospel passage they have so turned against them, they are ready to hurl him over the brow of the hill on which their town had been built. What happened? It's hard to understand, but as I think about it, prophets are not sports figures or entertainers. Prophets are ones who are sent to proclaim God's word whether that's popular or unpopular. And it seems that the people of Jesus' hometown wanted him to favor them with his mightiest works. Hey, Jesus, you're from here. Do even greater things than you do in Capernaum. But Jesus, his mission, his calling was to proclaim that God had much bigger plans, not limited to one town or even to one nation, but he came for all people. Don't put a limit on the scope 
of God's love. And then Jesus brings up the widow of Zarephath, whom Elijah had helped, and Naaman, the Syrian, the leper that Elisha had cleansed, as a reminder to the people that even in their own tradition, God's love and healing is not to be limited to their own people. The turning of the people of his hometown against him is a great tragedy. Because they were not open to the prospect of others sharing in the bounty of God's deliverance, they themselves were unable to receive it. I'm sure Jesus was greatly disappointed, but it did not stop him. And as we hear from Luke throughout the rest of the year, Jesus will continue to bring good news to the poor, liberty to captives, and recovery of sight to the blind. As we ponder the townspeople of Nazareth, we may also want to ask ourselves, how much more might God be able to do with us if we were ready to transcend the limits of love that we ourselves have erected. This passage began with Jesus returning to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, that Spirit that descended upon him at his baptism. The good news for us today is that same Holy Spirit came upon us at our baptism. That same Holy Spirit is with us now. Let's pray for the grace of the Holy Spirit to open our hearts to see how much God wants to accomplish even now, that that Spirit may remove any obstacles we place in the way of God's unlimited love.